Hi, everyone. Welcome to Divorce Diary Show. My name is Michelle Trena. I am the creator of Dor Dorse, yes, Divorce Diaries, uh, a post-divorce journey of my life as a single mom, teaching kids with special needs and dating men with special needs. And it sounds like I have special needs tonight because I'm stuttering. Uh, welcome. I am so excited because today, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening to this, we have a fabulous divorce panel. Last week I had the male edition. This week I'm going to have the female edition. Um, I cannot wait to introduce these fabulous long, ugh. if you see, I am, I definitely have something going on with me in this quarantine. These fabulous young ladies. Uh, first up, we have Lori Huff. She is the creator of sketch comedy web series, Bitter Party of One. Lori, hello. Hello. How are you guys? Yeah, tell us a little bit about you and your divorce. How long have you been divorced? How long were you married? Oh, there's so much that goes into it. Um, okay, so I was, um, I have now been divorced um, as long as I was married. Like, I've been divorced for three years. I was married for three years. We were together for six years total. Um, and yeah, like, there's just so many, so many episodes worth of material there. <laughs> I, I love so I your bitter, the, I like the bitter party of one. You could check her out and we're going to plug everybody's stuff at the end of the episode too, but bitter party of one. I feel like that's me at every first date. <laughs> I'm that's reclaiming fun. the name. Yeah. Right. Yes. Welcome Lori. Um, I met, I met Lori at the Chippendales thing, right? That's where we met. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, it was, oh, it was, so um, National Divorce Day. Yeah. <laughs> National Divorce Day. I love it. Um, all right. And then next up we have, let's see. Nadia Ibarra. Hi, Nadia. Nadia's in radio, and I'm so excited to hear her story. You're a little different. You're not divorced, but you have a divorce day um, story. Yeah, I'm a baby mom. Um, <laughs> so I was, with, I was with her dad for five years, patiently waiting for us to get married because that was the plan, the original plan. Um, but he never got a job. Like he finished, it was always like something. It was, I'm going to finish college. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I'm like, dude, it's been five years. I'm not doing this. Um, <laughs> so I left. Good for you. I mean, there was more to it than that. It was like a lot of bullshit and then that. So then right. I was like, I'm just going to leave. Um, and we've been apart for four years now. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Bye loser. We don't need that. We don't need, not that he's a, not, not, no, not saying, sorry guys. If I bash your exes during the episode, no offense to their children involved. Of course I call my ex all these kinds of names and he doesn't know. Um, <laughs> and wait, you're in, tell us a little bit about what the field you're in. So I'm in radio. Um, I basically sell advertising for radio stations in New Jersey. So I basically talked to like all these very random business owners throughout Jersey, like car dealers, um, anybody you could think of, anybody that has a business. I'm like haggling them, talking to them, like, hey guys, what's going on? Um, it's pretty crazy. Um, I used to be actually in radio and then I got pregnant. So I was like, well, I have to be more focused on something that is going to bring me like steady cash, you know, because radio is pretty like, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so then I ended up going into this route. Like I did everything else but this, but then I was working like HR and I saw how much the salespeople make. And I was yeah. like, why am I not doing this? Why am I doing all the grunt work? And these people are making crazy money. Um, and since I'm a single mom, I need, I need money. I have to like pay for stuff yeah. for me and my daughter and stuff like that. So, well, um, I always well, wanted well, to do what you guys are doing, like comedy and all this other stuff. 
Um, but I just never really got into it because it's like once you have a kid, you're just, you know. Well, there's always a time. I always like to say there's always something to turn around uh, your career path because I was uh, I went into teaching because I got because I got married and I was a performer prior to that. And then I uh, got divorced and started going back into um, I started doing stand up and now the roles have reversed. I left my full time teaching position to pursue my show, Divorce Diaries, and my children's theater company, Prep Box Players. And now a world, a world deadly virus has emerged. So I'm very excited about that shaking up the universe. Uh, welcome, uh, Nadia, though. I'm so excited to have you. And next up, we have Susan Guthrie, the family law attorney and mediator, uh, Divorce and Beyond podcast. She's amazing. And uh, she looks fabulous in our home studio. I know you guys can't see her, but we're on our Zoom call. So hi, Susan. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. How long I am, have you been divorced? Tell us your story. I, I, well, I've been, I've been personally divorced for, God, I got divorced four days after 9-11. So I've been divorced for a long time um, and then remarried for 10 years. But, you know, I like to say I've been divorced hundreds of times since I have helped many, many people through the process and still do. I've been doing this for 30 years. So there's been a lot of divorce in my life. And we talked about prior to uh, the starting the podcast, how, so your business is mostly online, right? Yeah, my business is 100% online. I, uh, five years ago, started doing mediation online, and that's all I do now. And so the quarantine, how has that affected your business? It's actually, I'm so busy, I can't do mediations, because I had a side gig training other mediators how to mediate online. And now that all the courts are closed and mediators have to move online, I've suddenly become the most popular person in my uh, profession and have like in a month I've trained over 5,000 mediators. Um, next week I have webinars that have like something like 2,000 people signed up. So it's been a pretty, sadly it's been a pretty good month for me. So look at toilet paper and Lysol, man. It's a pretty good couple months for them too. Exactly. I'm going to segue into my girl, my, my, I look at her as like amazing, sweet, kind, but she's a boss ass bitch comedian. <laughs> she has opened for Joan Rivers and, and she's a really humble soul. Uh, she was probably the only comic that I have been close with that actually called me when my dad died. So I always remember this. Stacey is a, a good, good girl chick and funny as hell. And divorce. What's up? What's up? And sweetie? divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How long you yes. been divorced? You got to tell us some. So you got a good divorce story. Give, give give everyone a little bit of the taste. Oh no! Well, okay. I got. Oh no, you're freezing. I gotta tell you, I sort of wish I knew Susan when I. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. You're okay. Good. Um, because, you know, when I, I mean, I just felt like I didn't know exactly what direction to go in and I sort of like, oh, I don't have money, but I should have just retained an attorney. Anyway, he got some really cheesy attorney with like frizzy hair and a mustache and a piece of shit. You know, I still want them both dead. Like I, I can be sweet and I love everything, but sometimes when I think about the divorce and what, a, you know what I mean? It was, he wasn't a, he, in the end, he wasn't a good person. He was mean and uh it was it was really hard it was like it was a nasty grisly divorce and he was you know it happens 
you have this video up on your your Twitter. It was like, I kill your exes or something. It's great. Yes. Albania. Well, that's what I was going to plug. Uh, I was going to plug that. You go to my YouTube because I'm making, you know, in all this uh, seclusion, I can't get on stage. So now I'm making all these eye movies. Um, they're, I think they're funny. They're kind of, I'm, I'm enjoying editing. I'm enjoying that process. Uh, yeah. yeah about, I'm the Albanian assassin and I'll, I'll kill your ex-husband for free if you need <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then I, and I just want to say that at, too at the end of the episode you gotta you guys gotta listen to the whole episode because we gonna plug everybody's stuff um and where you can find them um this is I just like that because I, how many times I wanted to go and just be like can't someone shake my ex not my ex-husband yes and the guys that I date uh because you know they just can't love me back <laughs> you guys can unmute yourself so maybe you'll laugh at my well, you want to hear laughter? <laughs> um, basically, it's, like, it's too quiet. Um, so, <laughs> welcome. Here's the female divorce panel. I want to ask you guys a few questions. Um, you can answer. Each one of you will answer uh, next or keep. Okay. Now, I didn't. Uh, this is a, just a fun, quick game. But if the guy doesn't text you every day in quarantine, next or keep. We'll start with Susan. Then we'll go down. Susan, Lori, Stacy, Nadia. Go ahead, Susan. Do you? You keep him or next? Next. All right. Lori? I, I'll keep him. Like, that's not a, that's not a deal breaker for me because I like my space. Good. Okay. Stace? Wait, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, if you're talking to a guy, okay, and he, he before you go in quarantine, you can't quarantine with each other, right? Dating. Let's say dating, right? And he doesn't text you every day you're in quarantine. Is it next or keep? Um, I think it's keep. Okay, we got one next. We got two keep. Nadia, how many days in between are we not texting? Is it like a week or is it like a day? Because a day I'm cool with. Okay, it, it's not consistent. So it sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's two days, sometimes it's three days, sometimes there's no gap. You wouldn't have to get rid of them. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So to Mike, to George, screw you. <laughs> I'm not going to even listen to this. <laughs> I would probably say next, but I would still text him back. That's my bad habit. If a guy uh, doesn't follow your social media and you've only been dating two weeks, is it a next or a keep? Susan? I'd say it's a keep. I don't want him to follow my social media. How am I going to talk about him? <laughs> Lori. Um, I'd probably have to say next because like, I feel like I put a lot of myself out there on my social media. So if they're not checking it out, then they don't, they won't know my backstory and like, they won't know obviously my bitter series. So it's like, I need to like know their opinion of my bitter series before we can move forward. Yes, absolutely. I, I, my daughter, hold up. My daughter, this is, this is quarantine life. You can have all the chocolates, but mommy's reporting. So, Okay. So I agree. I kind of feel like you got to be in my business, but sometimes I don't want them in my business right away because I'm making fun of them. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely going to be in their business. Like no questions asked if they're on social media. Like I'm going to be like going back okay. through the entire history of like all the posts. Like <laughs> I know I hate to, um, we'll get that to that one in a little, in a second. Stacy. Okay. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, it's, both of these questions are, it depends on how much you like the guy. If you really right. like him, right? I really, like, I, I, I always really like the guy from bringing him up. 
Yeah, well, you, but why, why isn't he following me? I mean, what the hell's the matter with it? Like, I would be kind of freaking out. So they'd be like, um, duh. But I'm, you know, I'm yes, a little self-absorbed, I guess, as a performer, so, but yeah. It's like, that's our profession, that's our craft, that's our livelihood. It's like, like, Susan, you're a lawyer, so if you're a divorce attorney, the mediation, you're... Your craft, if you, if the person you're dating is not showing any interest, real interest, it's like, dude, what the hell? Like, I went to this Greek guy's bagel store every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and you don't even like bagels. <laughs> <laughs> I could knife him in the back. What it's like seeking a divorce during coronavirus. An article that was written for factscompany.com by Pavthra Mohan states that when Sally moved back to the U.S. a few years ago, she had hoped it would be a fresh start. Her marriage had been shaky since the recession, and she wanted to give the relationship a second chance. But things took a turn. The financial pressure was intense. Uh, her, her, her husband started acting strangely. She didn't understand it at first. You know, and eventually he admitted that he wanted a divorce and said he would move out. And months passed without him filing. She waited and waited and waited. And, 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 and finally, he wouldn't get a job and wouldn't work. You know, he, she discovered years later that he wanted a divorce because he had been seeing another woman for years. I think that's why all the bad behavior started, she says. He wanted me to leave him because he didn't have the balls to leave me. Do you guys agree with this? Like, most men, if they're unhappy, will, or women, they don't want to, I don't know, or is it a man-woman thing? Maybe, Susan, you can, you can start this one off. Do you feel like it's mostly men who, st who stay until she leaves them if they're unhappy? And if so, what is the real reason behind that? They're, they're not douches? Their dicks are working okay? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think it's more, I see it all the time, you know, that, but it, I would say it goes both ways. People, it's too hard to leave until something really bad happens. So people just sort of dwell in that place of limbo where they're not happy in the relationship. And then sooner or later, somebody's going to go out and find something that does make them happy or at least happy for two minutes and off they go. So is it wrong then I'm crossing my fingers that the coach that lied about his divorce, him and his wife are going to like really kill each other in quarantine. <laughs> it's entirely possible. They say that it, you know, the rates of uh, unhappy marriages are skyrocketing right now. Uh, yeah, I know. Look, well, you know what? That's you know yeah, what, too? In New York, it's like a whole different issue, right? Because apartments are so expensive. People are broken up often and they stay in the same apartment. Like, they're not together, but it's so expensive to move or to get yeah. your own place, right? So, so Stace, would you, it, do, uh, all right, what do you say about, would you, do you think it's the man or the woman that stays if they're still, if, even though they're unhappy? Mo majority. I don't know. I think, I think men are pussies. So, yeah, they don't, they'll just, they won't, they'll, they'll just be an asshole until you leave. Yeah. That's, it's, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. I, I agree on that. What about you, Lori? What do you think? Um, I actually kind of feel like it's, I don't know, it's hard to say because I mean, like, I feel like, um, like I know that I stayed for a very long time, even though I was unhappy. Yeah. Um, I put up with a lot um, before I like finally said like, fine, like this. And he was the one who kept like asking for a divorce or like not necessarily asking, but threatening. He was threatening with a divorce pretty much like since the time we got married. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Here, honey, let me carry you over the threshold or I'll divorce your ass. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Got married like in January and then like literally like um, a couple months later, like we were arguing about um, where, whether to file um, our taxes as married, filing separately or jointly. Um, and that was the first time he threatened me with divorce. But <laughs> oh my god, taxes! Yeah. See what the government over taxes. Over taxes, yes, over taxes. Um, but so, but so, like, I definitely know that I put up with a lot of shit. I'm sorry, can we cuss on here? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I think I said like really bad ones already on the other episodes in front of my child. But, so it's all good. <laughs> But yeah, so it's like, I know that I put up with a lot of shit for a long time um, before I just was fed up with it. And I know a lot of other women who do as well. But then again, like, I feel like men are, you're right. Like, I think like men are kind of pushy, like they push the limits, like whether or not they necessarily yeah. want to leave, like they just like push to see how much you're willing to put up with. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I ain't sticking it. I just, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, it was a mistake. It was just sex. Um, yeah. Nadia, what about you? What do you think? Do you think it's mostly men that stick around or the women? That stick I think around? the guys stick around because we put up with too much shit. Like, we'll just kind of like make excuses in our head and be like, well, but, uh, and we might even be like, that's it, I'm going to leave. But then for some reason, we kind of stay. Yep. And then what they do is, like, either they'll get a side chick or they'll just kind of, like, treat you shitty and you're just kind of, like, there until you finally had enough and you're like, all right, I'm out. But right. they don't leave. They just kind of will fuck with you till you leave and then they'll be like, I'm the victim. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And actually a little, little extra like side note too, is that like, I'm um, part of like a lot of like Facebook support groups, like divorce and separation support groups. And like the ones that are like co-ed, um, I swear, like it, there's like so many posts from guys being like, I was blindsided. I didn't see it coming. She just up and left. I'm just like, really, really? You didn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah. That, that <laughs> or his dick isn't working. I mean, <laughs> Sometimes these men do have, because my I didn't I didn't want to have sex with my ex husband and and it wasn't his fault but like that was a big thing for me I wanted to cheat and I I didn't cheat but after we had my daughter I was like dude I'm either gonna die unhappy and like we're, we're gonna hate each other or I'm gonna cheat and I don't want to show my daughter that mommy is a unfaithful person to her father. So that's when I was like, yo, I can't do this. And he was livid and he played that victim card a lot. Um, but we do like to stay because I like to be the empath and the healer and the helper and fix the wounded pigeon who's pecking at me. I want, I want Stacy to come on my next first date with a guy and be like, what the fuck is just stare at them? That's <laughs> <laughs> what Stacy could do for me. Because we were working on this Staten Island divorcee idea before all this shit happened. And, like, I just want someone to come record us. And Stacey's just, like, and the person to be, like, yo, who is this? And, like, this is just, you know, my, it's like a sponsor. Like, in AA, you have a sponsor. Stacey's going to be my sponsor to make sure I don't. That's so funny. The guy will be, like, are you packing? I'll be, like, you have none of your business. (laughs) (laughs) Need to know only. (laughs) <laughs> um and then in the new york times um 
Okay, so the New York Times had a, the New Yorker, sorry, not the New York Times, the New Yorker, uh, uh, Laura Wasser, you know Laura Wasser, right, Susan, a uh, big Los Angeles divorce attorney, right? Yeah. Um, and she said, uh, she said, so, I guess the marriage story was inspired by her. I, inspired by her. I don't know. I got a little jealous when I heard that. I was like, uh, have you seen my life? <laughs> I'm just kidding. A quarantine experience, particularly with their underlying issues of resentment and poor communication, could be devastating to a marital relationship. She compared the situation to couples who, after enduring their forced togetherness of the holidays, seek divorce in January, hence the Chippendales uh, party up in January on National Divorce Day. But then she okay. says sometimes people are like, like, here's the thing. This is like doomsday for people, right? They were stuck all, all over for the holidays. And if you really don't want to touch your spouse <laughs> or talk to them, dude, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, the best part, you know, but I think it's funny because if you're a single parent, if you're a single parent in quarantine, like I'm about to pull my hair out. Right, Nadia? Like, I don't know. I, my, I... I'm sharing. She's at her dad till Thursday and then she comes back and then I'll be in your position again. Oh, I, I have her, I love her to death. She's the love of my life, but we have been fighting like she's 13 and she said, wow. this is, no, me, too. Like, me too, me too, that's it, she's at her dad's. I, I can't, but the thing is like, I feel so bad and she'll start hysterically crying and, um, I'm like, I feel so bad because I'm like, she'll be like, mommy, you're not, you're not, you're getting frustrated with me. And I'm like, I have to record this. I have to email and post and this, and I have to do virtual school. There was somebody um, just recently on, uh, I guess it was yesterday because I was doing a lot of driving on NPR. <laughs> they were interviewing women. And one woman said like, she was working from home. I forget what her profession was, but it was something like legitimate, like a lawyer or something. And she well, you know, and, and she had three kids, and they, they were young, like three, I think, six and eight, that the, the, her kids are three, six, and eight, right. and she's trying to get work done. She's like, I don't care if the two younger ones are watching TV, but then one of them starts hysterically crying, like, can't even breathe, no, and she has yeah. to go deal with that, and like, you, there's no way you would get work done. I, I would go crazy, I think. I mean, Susan, what are you telling your, your, uh, some of the inner circle of your divorce community, like the people that are, you're constantly in contact with or clients, what are, what is your best advice to start with? That's tangible for, especially for that single mom. Cause you know, the moms, it falls on mostly us. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been coming in all different directions, right? It's coming for the families who are all stuck in the same house together. And then for people who are trying to co-parent between two households, it's also a huge issue. I mean, we're having all kinds of, you know, discrete issues coming up for families right now. People who don't want to let their kids go back and forth between the houses because they don't think the other parents being, you know, careful enough about COVID and, and all of that. So, you know, there's a huge number of disputes, you know, brewing out there. It's like a little powder keg um, and there's nowhere for people to go. The courts are closed. The attorneys are at home with their three kids, not able to listen to them. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of um, talking with people, just coming up with like, you get the bedroom, you get the spare room, you can use the kitchen at, wow. uh, you know, seven o'clock, but you have to clean up. You can use the kitchen at eight o'clock and then we'll reverse. You're in charge of the kids from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You do the math. I mean, it's crazy, but 
people but that's are a tangible, lost. That's a very tangible, uh, right away in my teacher brain, I was like, oh, that's perfect. If you had to be at home at close quarters, you could schedule out time to give yourself, okay, I have this hour or two by myself in the living room. It's because yeah. it's madness. Like I watched Real Housewives, was it Real Housewives or something for 15 minutes to eat my lunch because I was, we went for, I made my daughter take her scooter two miles with me while I jogged next to her with the lunch in our back why that I got from the bagel shop. Yes, I got went to the bagel shop for lunch. <laughs> Motherfucker. So you do like bagels. Well, he gave me a discount. That's the whole reason why. <laughs> Wait, so we're gonna get because we got about eight we got eight minutes left on the, the, the time of this this Zoom thing is they had cut you off after 40 minutes. Um for me at least because I got the low level. I got the low level. <laughs> All right. Debate date, divorce or dis. Okay. So I'm gonna give you what happened in my new okay. Uh, I'm going to give you the names and you guys tell me if you would date, divorce, or diss. I, I don't know what happened to my new list. I had a new list. So what did I do with it? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And Mary's not on the list? No, Mary. <laughs> um, oh, I thought I had it. Hold on. Let's see. Did I send it to you guys in um, a newer document, right? Let's see. Hold on. I'll cut this part we out. We have three names. Is it? Is it start with Nicki Minaj on there? No, no. <laughs> No. no, or mine doesn't. Mine starts with Dave. Yeah, it should be okay. Here we go: Dave Chappelle, Bradley Cooper, or Idris Alba. So, who would you date, divorce, or diss? I'll start with mine, then I'll go down to Susan, Stacy, Nadia, and Lori. You there, oh, Lori? All right. Oh, mm-hmm. if for some reason this clicks us off, it. <clears throat> I'll send you the new link again. It better not, but hopefully not. Okay, so. Dave Chappelle, Bradley Cooper, Idris Alba. Okay, I'm gonna have to diss Bradley. I'm gonna. Oh, this is hard. I'm gonna. I'm gonna date Dave, and I'm gonna divorce Idris. Cause at least I got some time with Idris. Okay, Susan. So I'm the opposite of you. I would. I would. <laughs> I would marry Bradley. I would date Idris, and I would divorce Dave Chappelle. Okay, but you can't marry anybody. You gotta diss one of them. It's only date to Oh, I no I well then I'm gonna diss Dave Chappelle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, this is so nice. She's like, oh I can't I can't <laughs> I only would date Dave because I uh date date uh what is it date Dave uh because I'm just obsessed with him as a comedian. Um all right Stacy Okay, um, divorce Dave Chappelle, diss Bradley Cooper, and date Idris. Oh, he's hot, right? Nadia. Idris, he's hot as heck. He has a COVID, too. Nadia. Yep. Uh, I want to date Dave Chappelle, divorce Bradley Cooper, and I would diss Ildris Elba. Okay. Am I, am I saying, I don't even know how to say his name, but I'd still, like, jump on his lap. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't really matter what his right name is. Into the sunset. Um, okay, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would I would totally date Bradley Cooper. I'm gonna divorce the name that I cannot pronounce. Address. Uh, address. Yes, address. Address with my address. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. And I would <laughs> divorce. Uh, no dis. Dis. Yeah, I haven't done dis yet. So I would dis Dave Chappelle. All right, cool, cool. All right, we got one more round. And this is date, divorce, or diss. Biden, Trump, Sanders. Now, oh, my God. 
Here's the thing. I don't judge. Look, I, I, there was a time where I loved watching Celebrity Apprentice, man. And I look at him. I'm like, dude, I don't know whether to laugh with you or at you. I don't know what's going on in our country. The government's not picking up the phone. Biden, Sanders. Were, I, all right. So here's where I'm going to go. I'm going to date so Biden. I'm going to divorce Trump. and a, or Maybe I'll divorce Sanders and I'll diss Trump. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Go, Susan. There's a fly in my room. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I date Biden. I divorce Trump just to go for the money because he's yes! taking it all. That's true. <laughs> and I diss Sanders. I thought about that. Too. Like, I get a lot of money if I divorce Trump. All yeah, right, I just go for the cash. Yes. <laughs> just like Melania. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, Stacey. Okay, uh, Biden divorce, Trump diss, and Sanders date. He's nice. old as fuck, which is, I like that. <laughs> One foot in the grave. Pop a pill on him, girl. Let's go. <laughs> or not. We are not going to have sex right now. <laughs> not only the 1%. My dick is only 1% hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia. Um... What are the people again? I'm dating Biden, Biden. Biden, Trump, and Sanders. I'll date Biden because he looks like funny-ish. Uh, <laughs> I'll divorce Sanders and I'm going to diss Trump. All right, all right. And Lori, yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, do I have to date any of them? I don't know. They all like, like they're old enough to be my grandpa. That's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so if I have to date somebody, I guess I would date um, date Biden, because I guess, like, if, um, you know, if it's consensual, it's not molestation. Um, <laughs> I would originally planned on divorcing Trump, but then I'm like, uh, he's, like, been divorced, like, how many times now? Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's, he's smart at this point in time, like, he knows the drill, so he'd probably ask me for a prenup first. I don't think I'd get anything to divorce. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> It'll be a repeat of, of my first one. Um, <laughs> no, so I, I would end up dissing Trump, um, which leaves um, divorcing Sanders. Sanders, all right. Thank you for playing date, divorce, or diss, ladies. Uh, <laughs> the last segment of Divorce Diaries show the podcast and i am here with the fabulous ladies nadia Lori, susan and stacy and we are going to do a game that i like to call send the text and actually it's not a game i'm actually going to text one of my exes so let's before i read a couple um i started to read you guys these i'll read the other one the, you want to read the so first one is the first responder who's a cop i was going to send him a nude and say i'm doing my job for you thank you for all you do, you know, or I don't know, bend over and say, thank you for all you do. Mm. That's one. (laughs) Susan would be like, I advise you not to send any news. That's the lawyer, right? Unless you want to see it in court someday, never send it via text. (laughs) Any any lawyer is going to tell you that. I know, I know. What, can, can you at least like cut out your face like cut out like any yeah. distinguishing features <laughs> I know. put the Good. smiley emoji over your face or something well okay so that's that's one right or or i text him i miss you and uh well i'll reread what i was reading before hold on let's go back to uh 
Oh, okay. So, can I find it? Oh, okay. Uh, I miss you, and we had a really great connection, even though it was four years ago. You see, the nude is way more effective. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna look at the the second one there and go, "Who is this?" Well, the this first one, he's gonna go, "Oh, I remember her." Well, this, this, that. Now it could be the nude. Thanks for your for your duties, or it could be, um, "I miss you," even though it's been four years. Or this was the third one. I know we haven't dated in. Now this is a long one, so this is like a double bubble. I know we haven't dated in four years, but I've been thinking about what a strong connection we had when you weren't working, drinking with your buddies, or playing with your dog. We had, we had some nice moments at Hooters, Joe's Crab Shack, and my car. <laughs> Remember like when a deep first, relationship. It was. <laughs> Remember when you first showed me your guns on New Year's Eve? Only on our second date. <laughs> True story. I, <laughs> I, I Which guns are we talking about here? <laughs> this is still a cop. The cop. I knew I was someone special to you. And when you didn't invite me, <laughs> and this is still going. And when you didn't invite me to your birthday party a few days later, but you called me at 3 a.m. to come over and ask me what my ring size was, I forgave you. Those beginning, <laughs> those beginning moments of our relationship helped me realize that maybe we should revisit our connection. Let me know your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it if you guys want to see his reaction or I'll send it to you. Did he really not invite his birthday party and then he'd show up at 3 a.m.? I didn't show up there, but he, yes, he did ask me to come over and ask me what my ring size was. All of that did happen. He actually, and, and the thing is, he follows the show and he knows I make fun of him constantly. But He's like he thinks like that's like oh she still cares for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, which? Okay, go for it. Um, so sorry that was a, a commercial break for my daughter. Um, so, you guys, which one should I send? The nude, the I love you, and I miss you, even though it's four years, or that long one? It depends what you want out of it. Every Good action. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the last one, the long one, like actually makes for a really good laugh. Thank at least. You, <laughs> okay, so the last one, and uh, Nadia, what do you think? About? Nadia's <laughs> I love Nadia's face reaction. Now, if you guys can see it, she's like, "Girl, you need therapy." <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to, I know it sounds horrible, but he sounds like he really paid attention to your mood. I feel like if you send him anything with emotion, he'd be like, just his brain would explode. Like, he wouldn't yeah. even, like, know what to do with that. He'd be like, what, what are you trying to say? Uh, you know. Uh, that's exactly it. He, he just ignores any kind of communication because uh, he doesn't like to communicate. Um, he, he likes to be alone and isolated. So I'll, I'll send him the nude. How about that? Or wait, no, Susan, what would you send him? Well, actually, I think, yeah, new, sending the nude is communicating. He'll pay attention to that communication. <laughs> so, but I wouldn't say he won't communicate or he doesn't like to communicate. He's just selective in what he wants to yeah. hear. Yeah. And so, Nadia, would you go with that then, with the nude or the other one? Lori's got the long one, Stacy. If you're trying to mess with him again, send him the nude. Okay. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking if you want money. Like 
of leverage with the news. You Stacey know? has a good point. He has purchased tickets to Divorce Diaries and not showed up for real. He, yeah. pur he purchased tickets knowing he couldn't come to support. And he also, when I had a Patreon account, he purchased tickets. Like he purchased a Patreon thing. So he's showing from, you know, so I don't know. I probably, okay, so all in favor. I'm a nude. Throw him a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go into what that means, but <laughs> wait. Well, listen. I like that. I'll be like Mike. Um, an attorney friend of mine has just suggested I send you a nude for your for your duties. Send you this for your duties. I love it. All right, with the emoji over your face. So yes, okay, I will do that. No and, identifying marks. Uh, <laughs> I will. I will leave. Uh, I will leave a follow up after our uh, a little. Uh, I'm bad at these with the commercial breaks on Anchor. Right after this, I'll tell you what has happened with the text message. Now, before we head out, I just wanted to thank my, my female panel of Divorce Diaries for coming on the episode today. And one more minute until we clap. Okay, one more minute till we clap. Thank you, my love. We met my daughter stand outside and clap at 7 o'clock for all the first responders because they're doing it in New York City. And we started the trend in Nutley. But we're only we're the only ones on our street now that do it. Yeah, I want to, uh, so I'd love for you guys to just uh, tell everybody where they can find you uh, on, on social media and on your channels and all that fun stuff. Uh, and and uh, who's on my window? Okay, Stacey, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll just be quick. I'm Stacey Kendro, S-T-A-C-Y. Stacey Kendro on all of Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. And please check out my YouTube because I have funny videos. Okay, that's it. Yes. <laughs> okay, Susan. Oh, Susan Guthrie. Uh, on Instagram, it's Susan Guthrie ESQ or Divorce and Beyond. And the podcast is the Divorce and Beyond podcast. Awesome. And Lori. Um, so my name is Lori Huff. Um, on YouTube, it is Bitter Party of One, um, as in the number one, Bitter Party of the number one um, web series. So you can just like search for that. Um, you'll find like my web series. It's a sketch comedy web series. Um, also on Instagram as bitter party of underscore the number one. Awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> Nadia. I don't even, I don't really have anything to plug. If you want to find me on Instagram, um, yeah, I'm Ladonia Colombiana. So it's L-A-D-O-N-A and then Colombian and then add an A. Well, if people want to get some sales for their for their business, we can yeah. sh uh, shout out. If anybody, if anybody wants digital marketing or radio or anything like that, I'm your plug. Maybe I should just put a digital plug on the radio for a, an available man. <laughs> you never know. Or, yeah, maybe that's a way to get Mike back. I'm just kidding. All right. So I love you guys. You're awesome. Um, enjoy the rest of this quarantine craziness or try to find the positive light. You made me laugh tonight and I hope this episode makes a lot of people laugh. It will. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for we'll be right back with what he says in the text message.